Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. Um, this week the vlog is called The Jumping Off Point and um, I'm gonna talk with you this week about something that's very personal. If you don't like personal stuff, don't watch. Oh, <laughs> just a little warning. Um, and uh, I do this sometimes because I like to stay um, current um, with you and current with myself and um, yeah there's a lot going on here that I want to share with you and what I want to promise you is that although it may seem to drift off into topics that have nothing to do with food or bright line eating I'm gonna circle back around and connect it up so um, for the first little bit here I just want to share with you about um, my marriage for a little bit if I may um, so uh, I've been married 17 years I got married when I was 24, uh, which was pretty young um, for me, for I just never imagined getting married so young, but um, I did. And um, our marriage over the last 17 years has been um, kind of a paradox because on the one hand, you'll often hear me say things like, I'm one of the happiest married people I know, um, which in one sense is true. Um, my husband and I have, my husband's name is David, um, we have a tremendous amount of love for each other and a tremendous amount of respect for each other. And there's a lot of humor and laughter in our household because my husband is hilarious, which I love. Um, and uh, yeah, there's just a lot of goodness. Um, we don't um, fight a bunch or argue and there's a lot of unity in our house um, around the major topics like finances and sex and raising kids and stuff like that. And um, we have three beautiful daughters. Um, you can find on the internet, um, you know, the story of the March of Dimes where, you know, my, our daughters are twins, were born um, very premature and they survived. There's only a 4% chance that they were gonna survive and both be healthy, but they are. Um, and then we had a third daughter um, three years later. So we've got these three beautiful girls and they're pretty young right now, eight, eight and five. Um, so that's, one picture. On the other side, um, there's, um, there's a way in which I've been unhappy in our marriage for a long time. And um, I now know that I think actually my husband has been too in a different way. Um, but my experience in this relationship is that um, I have yearned for more connection and more sharing. And um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the five love languages, but it's a way to you know, think about the different ways that people give and receive love. And my primary love language is by far words, words of appreciation, words of affection, compliments, those sorts of things. Um, they land right in my heart where other forms of love, um, you know, they're nice, but um, they don't feel as um, central to me in my way of receiving love. and. Um, and my husband is not a very verbose guy. And, um, and naturally, um, it doesn't usually dawn on him to pay a compliment. So I would go years sometimes between compliments. And actually there was this, um, there was this thing that happened when we were living in Australia where we um, got all dressed up. This was when I'd first lost my weight. So I was in a right size body for the first time in my adult life other than briefly when I was doing crystal meth. Um, but I was, I was in a right size body and I bought this dress by a, a designer in Sydney, Australia. And I got my hair done professionally and I did my makeup for like over an hour. I never do this kind of thing. And um, 
you know, he was in his fancy tuxedo and we were about to go to this winter ball thing. Um, and uh, it, w it felt like we were getting dressed up for the Academy Awards and he was looking so handsome and we were ready to finally go. It was hours of getting ready and I sort of brushed off his, you know, thing and straightened his tie, his bow tie. And I was like, you look so handsome. And he looked down at me and he said, great, you ready to go? And um, like, I, I just kind of stood there like, is he gonna tell me that I look nice? Like I just lost all my weight. And um, so we were in the cab and I was like really holding back tears. And um, I finally said, David, could you tell me that I look nice? And um, he said, well, not now with a gun to my head. <laughs> and um, so we fought about that. And I said, please, like, this is so, it's like, I just feel starved for a compliment. And he said, you know, um, I'm not gonna like, you know, say words that you're forcing me to say. Like, it just feels disingenuous, you know? Like, a, a compliment is something you offer when it means something to you. And um, anyway, so we fought about that for years, actually. And um, anyway, there were lots of other ways that I was like, could we go to therapy? Could we do a workshop together? Here's a book, could we, on relationships, could we read it together? And there was this sense in which um, we were sort of living these parallel lives as we were sort of like great roommates um, with benefits, like we would have sex and we would run the household, but the, from my perception, like at the heart level, we weren't really connecting. And um, I tried over and over and over again throughout the years to invite him into connection. And um, I couldn't quite tell all that time whether he was refusing or whether he wasn't interested or whether he literally wasn't capable. Like I know that my husband and I are so different, really different. I mean, you spend time with us and he's a great guy, I'm a great gal, but you'll notice like, wow, these two people are pretty different. Um, we just are. And um, in my mind over 17 years, I had different ways of framing that. Like I've said things like, David and I are so different and it's beautiful because we're like the opposite diagonal columns of the Parthenon and together we frame out so much space. Like our mutually covered ground is immense and because we're so different and we stand strong and parallel together, um, we, we together cover all this ground and it's amazing. And you know, at other times I would feel like my husband and I are so different. Like I feel like we're not matched. Like it's not, it's not fundamentally a match. So fast forward, now I'm doing this bright line eating thing and I'm traveling a bunch more than I ever used to. Um, and um, I, I was meeting people that are like living exciting lives and vibrant lives and their whole world is about connection and about, you know, like sucking the marrow out of life. And, and um, I, I've always been easily attracted to people. I love people, um, men, women, children, old, young, doesn't matter. I, I um, give and receive love very easily. And part of that for me is being very easily attracted to people. Um, and over 17 years, I'd, I'd done a good job of keeping that separate and being faithful to my husband. And now it was starting to like not be so easy. And um, I did meet someone that I really wanted to have an affair with. Um, and I reached a point where I decided I was going to. Like we were gonna plan a trip and, um, and I was gonna sleep with him. And um, luckily, I talked that through 
on another trip that I was on um, recently out to Brighton Bush Hot Springs with um, the Food Revolution Network and John Robbins and Ocean Robbins. And um, they invited me there to speak at their workshop that they were holding. And um, one night in, in their cabin, I went into Michelle and Ocean Robbins' room. They're married and I truly respect their partnership and um, their connection and their level of communication. And I, I said, you know, I want, just want to talk with you. Can you talk with me? Actually, this was the first time I'd ever met Michelle. Ocean and I are very good friends. Um, it was sort of a heavy conversation to have <laughs> the first time I ever met his wife, Michelle. But anyway, I assumed that because he's so great, she would be great. And I just kind of trusted and I let out all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm about to have an affair. And here's all the reasons why I feel like I need to. My soul is being called to this like this level of connection and expression. And it, it, it feels like I am willing for the first time to do that. Like I, I, I am yearning so badly for that connection. And I'm like, we got three little kids. So I think what I'm going to do is just not tell David about it and um, do it and probably keep doing it because, you know, on trips, I'll just see this man and, um, you know, and I think I, I've decided like, that's what I'm going to do. And I had like totally rearranged my value core to make that okay because it's what I so wanted and um, you know a lot of people who've known me for a long time God bless them were ex I had shared this with a few people and they were like um, I can see why you feel that way I know how long you've been in angst over you know wanting so badly to connect with David and it not being there and they basically said you know I trust you to sort this out and um, and Ocean and Michelle were like um, no Susan don't do that God bless them. Um, and I and I was like, because they said, you know, how can we support you here? And what I said was, I actually want you to weigh in. That's how you can support me. Like, please weigh in. And they said, okay, well, since you're asking, we don't think you should do that. Um, we think you should go back to your husband and be honest with him and tell him what's true for you. And um, I said, well, what if what's true for me is that I want a divorce? And they said, well, you'll find that out when you get there, but it sounds like you've got some sorting out to do. And um, what they said that landed with me most strongly was, Susan, you are not a person who can live in this world inauthentically. Like, think about that for a moment. They were like, honestly, how long is that gonna last? The whole, I'm not gonna tell him thing. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> Like, not very long at all. So they're like, and then when it comes out, you're going to be left with the rubble of, you know, the, the betrayal and all that. They're like, we don't want that for you. And this Bright Line Eating movement needs you to be in integrity and authentic. And um, you have a world in which you have to show up and be ready to connect on an honest level with everybody at any moment. And I was like, oh, right. That's true for me. So Ocean said... What I would like to invite you to do is to slow things down with this other guy and then walk with honesty and integrity and consciousness with every breath you take and every step you take and you will figure it out. So I said, okay. So I flew back on a red eye back to Rochester, New York. I got in the car with my husband and we drove for seven hours to Ohio to pick up our new puppy that was finally ready to be picked up. So we had some time to talk. And um, I squared my shoulders to it, the whole, the whole thing. 
and I just let it all out. And what I said was, I'm not sure, David, anymore that we're compatible. I'm not sure that I can live in this marriage. I feel this calling and it's getting too loud for me to ignore. And I feel like I, I'm not willing to go back to sleep. I feel awake and alive and I'm not willing to go back to sleep. So I'm thinking that might mean we need a divorce. Or maybe we need to have a marriage where you let me go have relationships with other people and we stay together to raise our kids. I'm not sure, but I am not willing to go back to sleep. I feel awake. And he thought about that for a couple days. And he came back essentially and he said, I don't want to lose you. I want more than anything in the world to have our family and raise our kids together. And I'm ready to wake up with you. I don't necessarily know what that means or what that looks like. Show me. Tell me, tell me what to do. Let's, let's read a book together. Let's get a coach. Let's, let's go to therapy. Let's, let's do workshops. And he put, um, he put a standing appointment in his own smartphone on his calendar from 8 to 9 p.m., which is after the kids go to bed, repeating seven days a week into infinity, love and appreciate Susan for an hour every night. And he said, baby, I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's be married in a whole new way. That was Labor Day. And um, I want to bring that back to you and your bright line eating journey. Because what I know in life is that sometimes we get brought to a jumping off place, a jumping off point. And it can feel so hard to square your shoulders to it and to say, I am ready to face the truth and let the chips fall where they may. And that's something my dad always used to tell me when I was a little girl. He would say, Susan, tell the truth. Just tell the truth and let the chips fall where they may. Thanks, Dad. Such good advice. Words to live by. And sometimes the truth is the way I'm living is not working. I've been finding ways to numb myself to that and to um, cope with that and to comfort myself despite that for years, maybe decades, maybe my whole life. In this case for me, 17 years. And it can feel terrifying to stand and face the truth and let it be real. And then let everything else fall out exactly as it's going to and to know that you might not like the way it falls out. <laughs> might be hard. The thought of raising, so just some background for me, um, I, came, I come from a life of divorce. My parents got divorced when I was a kid and then my dad got remarried and divorced, remarried and divorced, remarried and divorced and then remarried. I think that's the right number and my mom got remarried and divorced and then remarried. So I saw a lot of marriage and divorce growing up and um, and with three little kids, you know, I did the whole shuttling back and forth between mom and dad's house as a kid 
I didn't want to do that to my kids. So it was really hard to square my shoulders to, David, I'm about to sleep with another man and I can't stay married to you this way. And um, I refuse, I refuse to go back to sleep. I know I've, I've asked in the past, now I'm just telling you, like I'm out the door. So it was very hard to say those words. It can be very hard to square your shoulders to eating sugar and flour and unrestrained quantities of food is not working. I've been lying to myself all this time and it's just not working. And I might have to take action that feels drastic to correct that. And I have no idea what lies on the other end of that decision. Unfortunately, we just don't get to see beyond the corner. That's the way the universe works. You just never get to. So if you're at the jumping off place with food, if you're at that point, I just want to say, trust. Trust. The universe has got your back. And you are stronger than you think you are. And consciousness and integrity and authenticity, awareness are always better than living asleep and suffering quietly. You have got this. This bright line eating thing is not easy. It is a way of life that is going to demand that you pony up in ways that probably feel scary, in ways that might feel beyond your ability to face it. But radical honesty has its benefits. And if the truth for you is that your way of eating is not serving you, but you're afraid that the gap between what's gonna be expected of you in bright light eating is up here and what you feel ready to face is down here. I just invite you to step into that gap and let it catch you and watch how somehow it lines up for you and settles out. The jumping off point is an amazing point and we get there when we get there, it takes what it takes. Sometimes it's a long journey to get there. But I want to say since Labor Day, my husband and I have had a marriage that um, I never even dreamed was possible. I honestly didn't know that we could be connected like this. I honestly didn't know that he was capable. I honestly didn't know that I was even ready for it. I didn't even know what was possible. And it's been hard. It's been very hard. I had to let go of that guy that I wanted to have an affair with. I've had to face the ways that I need to show up if I'm really going to be in connection with my husband. Which is scary for me too. Scarier than I thought it was going to be. And the rewards have been more wonderful than I ever dreamed of. And I feel amazing. And in my experience, experience, the jumping off point, if we surrender to it fully and we up-level our game the way the universe is calling us to, that jumping off place is usually very quickly, if we face it, 
filled with a lightness and a freedom and a happiness and a sense of peace and assurance that all is fundamentally well. I hope you're at the jumping off point because if you're there, congratulations. If you're squaring your shoulders to it, congratulations. It takes courage and I'm proud of you. And if you're not there yet, look for it, watch for it. Because it's an amazing thing to decide for real, for real, I'm not going to live asleep anymore. I'm not going to live asleep anymore. So welcome to your life. Welcome to the jumping off point. I'm Susan Pierce Thompson. That's the weekly vlog. If you have something you want me to address in the weekly vlog, just send it in. I'm at Susan at brightlineating.com. I'll see you next week.